This is episode 198 of the Fearless Launching Show. This week, we're talking all about subscription boxes, how to start offering one, what to know about inventory, wholesale, using social media, and so much more. I am delighted beyond what you can even imagine to invite our guest on today. We are speaking to Danielle Nelson, who is the founder and owner of Pretty by Post, and she's got such a sweet little business, and I just just happen to be a customer of this business, but I've been dying to have her on for ages. She is a really amazing person and so sweet. She's got lots of information to share with you. And heck, if you love paper, you're going to love this episode. Hi, I'm Ann Samoylov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Danielle, we're going to just jump right in. Is that cool? That's cool. Okay. Um, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I've been meaning to have you on for a while now, and I'm so glad we have made it happen finally. So thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here and I really appreciate it. And, you know, the the great thing, and, and I don't know if you've noticed, but over the last couple of months, I really wanted to to pull people in that I, I want to tell people about. And you've been in, I feel like you've been in the Fearless Launching community for a while. I feel like we've been through a bunch of different things together. <laughs> and so I was like, you know what? More people need to know about what Danielle is doing. And I think that with, and you guys will find out in a second what she's doing, but the reason why it wasn't just because you're amazing, but it was also because more and more people are coming to me, asking me, telling me what they want to do for their business. And they're not just doing courses. They're thinking about doing membership sites, membership, like subscription boxes and different, different ways of, of, um, of just creating things for their customers. So it could be that there's someone who's been doing courses for a long time. Now, all of a sudden, they want to actually do something with a physical component to it. So I thought, you know, I know someone and I'm a customer first. And I really want her to come in and share share what she does because this physical um, product piece, you really, I mean, you deliver this every month to people and then every quarter for this other the the thing that i get um so i figured it would be fun to have you on and talk about that yes and i just want to say it's actually bi-monthly oh it's so, bi-monthly yes. okay yeah <laughs> okay i don't want to say anymore i only know about mine <laughs> right, right. So, so that's good so danielle why don't you tell us like what's your business and what do you offer Okay, so 
I founded Pretty by Post, and that is a bi-monthly card subscription service. And they're all like gorgeous indie designed cards with a lot of great details to them, like letterpress and foiling and really thick paper. And then I also offer a quarterly stationary box, which includes luxe paper items like notebooks, journals, notepads, and those are sent out quarterly, which I think I just said. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's it. Just those, just those. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> just offer. those. And, but yeah. the thing is, is like, didn't you have the card um, subscription for a while before you added the, or was the stationary box always part of that? No, you're right. I did the card um, service for two years before I offered the stationary box. Got it. And I'll be on my third year. All right. I just passed my third year anniversary in July. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is awesome. So yeah. how did you, how did you, first of, first of all, how did you decide? I mean, obviously, there's got to be a little passion and a little obsession with paper products that got you here. But tell me about what, what, how did you get started with this? Yes. So I've always had a love of paper and snail mail as well. And so, I mean, really what started Pretty by Post was I was hand-making my cards to send to people. And that was because I really couldn't find the things that I wanted at, you know, the the big box stores or um, even the grocery store or any place like that. Papyrus. Yeah. So, I mean, that, while I loved making the cards. And at that time, that was like my hobby and my craft, you know, it was a way to um, be creative and relieve stress. It took up a crazy amount of time. And I just thought there's got to be a better way to send thoughtful, meaningful, awesome cards. And um, so that's how I started the service is by just kind of getting online and looking through Etsy and finding designers and indie designed cards. And then it just started from there. So question, were you ever, were you ever selling the cards that you handmade yourself or no? No. It was kind of for yourself. That's kind of how you were like, there's got to be some better cards out there. So you went in search of those cards yourself. And then what, what kind of shifted you to wanting to then pull some really cool ones together? You're like, wow, I've, I found a lot here. I don't see anybody sending these out. Yeah. Is that, 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 that was pretty much it. That was it. I saw these beautiful cards and um, and realized, well, actually, they're all there. You just have to dig for them. And um, I had so much fun. I mean, really, just spending that time looking for cards and reading about these designers and their passion. And I thought, well, I'm going to curate these and send them off to people so that they don't have to to spend all that time because it's not probably something that everyone wants to do, spend, you know, hours yeah. for cards. <laughs> yeah. So how did you, what did you first do? Like when you're looking back now, like what did you first do? Like, okay, you find all these really cool cards and you find these interesting stories of designers and really amazing paper and things you hadn't seen anywhere else. What was that very first launch like? <laughs> you know, what was the first... What was the first time like? What did you do? Well, I actually contacted someone, and I cannot remember their name for the life of me, 
um, their subscription service, but they did just stationary products. And so I thought it would be safe to contact them since it wasn't quite the same thing. And the owner um, was so incredible and helpful and gave me tips about um, doing wholesale because I had never done wholesale. And that was a huge part of it. And he was talking to me about inventory and things to keep in mind. And they're no longer, I know this, they're no longer doing their subscription service. So, um, but that's, I mean, because I had no idea. This was all brand new to me just because it was something that I went and did. I had no idea how to actually turn it into a business and what the, the small steps were for each thing. So that was my first, was at contacting someone to help me. Yeah. So they, they, you, you reached out to someone, they, they kind of gave you the lay of the land, how they did their, how they did everything from, you know, buying that bulk order. I guess that's what wholesale kind of is, right? When you buy it to sell it. And then what did you do to, did you start your Instagram profile or what, what kind of happened to let people know that this was going to be a service? Oh, no, (laughs) it was, um, I got in touch with a web designer. Um, at that time, there wasn't. There are many options now for subscription services. One is CrateJoy, mm-hmm. which hosts your site for you. You know, but um, at that time, that wasn't available. So I had someone build my site for me in my shopping cart, and then you know that took a while and getting all my sales page copy, and then it was setting up wholesale accounts. And then of course doing all the things that your state requires you to do business licensing and sales tax licenses and making sure that I was legit, you know, an LLC and getting ready. So those were the first steps and social media was like, honestly, like the very last thing that I did. Um, and I'll also say, you know, when people ask, you know, what would you have changed about what you did? I would have started talking about my business before I launched in my head. I was like, no, I have to have my site first. I have to have the first collection up. You know, I have to have this and that. It has to be perfect. And that's not at all. Yeah. What I would recommend to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, that's, that's great to have that wisdom now, but you're like, man, if I could just go back, I would have started that earlier. I would have showed people what I was doing and, all of that. And so, so then the question is, what happened during, did you just launch the site, start telling people about it on social media? And then has it been kind of just more of like an organic growth? Or did you have like a big event or, or some sort of thing that you did to kind of kick things off when, when the site was done, when everything was like set up the way it was supposed to, um, what did yeah. you do? Yeah. I sent out emails and this is from my private email. I sent to, um, any family, friends, any business contacts I had made, um, Facebook groups. I went in there and I just told them what I was doing and, you know, ask them to spread the word. And it was a very tiny launch, my first <laughs> one. And, but still it was so exciting. You know, I yeah, still made still got opt-ins. I, people started following me on social media. And from there, it really has been organic. It has been word of mouth. Um, I get a lot of referrals from current subscribers, current and past. 
and um, also, oh, I've lost my train of thought. Um. No, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it sounds. I, I, I actually, to be honest, I love that it that it's been like that because that that makes it feel so much more doable than having to make it be like this big specific event that you create. It's like, okay, now I'm going to tell all my Facebook groups. Now I'm going to share it with all my business friends or people that I know, contacts and different, different people. Um, so I think that that's okay. Yeah. Especially with the membership, with like this kind of subscription box, because um, now here's what I would like to know. And, and I know that you got a lot of, you know, insight from that other, the stationary subscription company, but I'm curious, did you have like a specific number of boxes and did you have to like put them all together before you actually told people it was there? Or did you just kind of, you had your month one or whatever stuff picked and then you had the boxes ready or what was, what was like, what was happening behind the scenes? Were you just kind of like, okay, I'm going to wait until someone orders before I put the box together? Or did you have like, I don't know, a certain number of boxes that were ready to go? Yeah. So the thing with wholesale um, is when you're doing products like I am, each uh, company or designer or business person that you're working with has um, the price that they give you for wholesale, which is usually any, you know, 50% off from retail price. But they also have a minimum ordering amount, which I had no clue about. So you have to get X amount of cards or product according to their minimums. And you also have to apply. So you have to be accepted too. So, and everybody's is a little different. So you end up with, you know, um, not a uniform amount of product. Right, right if that makes sense. So, you know, my first launch being over ambitious and naive, uh, you know, but, um, I had 50 set aside, you know, I ordered 50 cards or even more than that, depending on the mint ordering amount, but I made sure to have 50 sets and, you know, I, t- <laughs> I, mean, I like even- everything. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yeah. That's a lot of product. <laughs> yes. And that was my big lesson. So, I mean, I'm never going to like, I was so happy and so excited. And I thought for sure, you know, because I felt that way, all these people would too. And I think it was a really big eye opener and a lesson in, you know, um, what I had said before about, you know, starting everything before I had even launched one to doing like a, and you always talk about this, Anne in the fearless launching, but doing like a beta test or, you know, making sure people want it, you know, or giving out samples and, you know, and I didn't do any of that. And I feel very lucky that I even got people. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love it. I love it. Sometimes you just, sometimes you do just have to go for it in order. And yes, you get, you, you know, you, you, you have those hard lessons, but I'm sure that even though maybe that first batch of stuff wasn't necessarily like fully spoken for, that you were able to do something with those later, you know, use yes. those in other boxes. Correct. And so that's one of the things I would say to anybody who's thinking about product and wholesale is, you know, it's great to be excited and I would never take that enthusiasm away, but make sure, you know, because that is overhead that's money you're putting out and then it's 
it's physical inventory that you then have in your space in your space (laughs) yes no I remember I, I remember there's a woman I know who had a product and I mean she's lucky she had I think she has a guest house so she had all of that stuff there but she she always talked about the the struggle to know how much to order. And because right. you want to order enough in advance, but if it's the first time, you just don't know. You right. Know? Right. And you don't want people to have to wait for it. So, um, you know, so you have to kind of get guesstimate. So I'm, I'm sure that for the first kind of bit of time, you were kind of swimming in a lot of inventory. Yes. I mean, I still have inventory and, and like you said, though, I'm finding ways to use them. Um, so it's not going to waste and I'm, you know, but, but that was really a huge thing for me. Huge. (laughs) What about, what about the actual, so, so the other thing, which we won't go into this, but I do want to make sure that everyone knows, um, that you were not just doing this. You also have clients and another business. So it's not like this was your full-time thing that you could be like hustling this and sending samples and doing this, or it wasn't like you had nothing else going on. So, um, so I'm curious, did you have to put together all the boxes? Did you get any help with that initial stuff? Oh, no. No. And I'm still doing it all myself. Um, putting together both the cards and the stationery. And, um, you know, for now it's manageable because as you just mentioned, I also have another business, but there will come a time soon that I won't be able to do that. So I'll have to decide, you know, what that means in terms or paid, whatever that means. I'm not sure yet, which, um, I think you and I had talked about before, which I need to start thinking about now, um, so that I'm prepared, but yeah, so it's just me. And, and I will say that. I love that part too. Like curating the the products is so much fun. It's like the highlight and then putting them together because I mean, for me, since it's about happy mail and for products, you know, I write like a little note to all my new subscribers and one day I probably won't be able to do that. But for now, you know, I, that's just one of the, the best things is to actually connect with my customers Plus, um, this is total, totally a side note, but when you're a, like for me, because I love planners, I went through like a year and a half of like, literally, I gained so much joy. I had so much joy just giving other people planners Yeah, because I didn't need any more, but I was like, oh, but I'm going to give you one because I love planners that much and it makes me feel so happy. So I can imagine that just because you, you are also passionate about, you love the paper, you love stationery, you love cards, you love this too, that of course it brings, it's happy mail for you too. Exactly. Yes. I love that. Um, So do you have any, do you have, like if you could... Like you enjoy that now, but how does it feel? Does it feel like it's even something you'd ever want to do? I mean, I guess I feel like you probably can curate. You can continue to be the curator, but I'm wondering how, how would you feel about not being the only one putting together the boxes? Yeah. So the- Cause I'm wondering if you would really even want to give that up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm, never want to give up curating the 
and sourcing the products. Yeah. Um, it's my personality. It's my taste. Um, so for now, I couldn't ever imagine letting that go. Um, but the boxes, like putting them together, definitely be happy, you know, to have <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in a, it's just that, you know, is as I grow is my time, you know, where's my time best spent? Probably not putting together <laughs> all the boxes and yeah. the collections. So. Okay. So now let's say, let's say, so now you, so so just just so you guys know, I'm the one I received the quarterly stationery box, which honestly I feel like I get the both best of both worlds because we there are some cards usually in there or there have been in the past. Right. And I've used my box like I I have gifts, I have always have cards on hand. I'm always totally prepared where in the past I wasn't. And and most of the time I well, actually not most of the time, but there's a good good chunk of the time where I don't give things away, but I always do have stuff, which is kind of nice. So I got to thank you for that. Um, (laughs) because I have to thank you for being such a supporter too. Oh my gosh. Well, it's easy. It's easy when you're also a fellow paper kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's very easy for me to do. And, but, but I also want to just say that I can tell you gain so much joy from just choosing the different, um, card like the printer I don't even know what what you would call them the print houses or print shops because there are some really interesting ones and I've even been interested in who they are so I'll always turn the card over I'll always want to know who what their story is and who they are and do they have any other do they have an online shop I'm always looking for that um, myself so just just a little side note for you on that um, now my question for you would be about like how that's changed since that very first time. Do you, I know you do something every year, maybe it's a few times a year, but you do like a challenge, correct? Correct. I do it. What is that? April's national letter writing month. Um, So I took that holiday and made a um, month long challenge called the send card spread love challenge. And I have uh, three three blog posts a week. Most of them are guest posts and there's just tips and tricks and resources and tutorials all about letter writing, card sending to make it easy for people to send cards and we hold contests. And um, then I do a mini one in August and the mini one is like a week. This isn't going to make sense. I'm going to try to say it's a week about because August is, has a bunch of holidays for sending cards to friends. Ah, okay. So that one's just, there's no blog post um, for it. It's just, you know, tag me on social media during National Friendship Week when you send a card, you know, right. that thing. So. No, so. I love that. And then you've done the the National Letter Writing Month, the Send Card Spread Love for how many years now? Just like one, three. two, three. three. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've done it for three years. So that's great. And and you get some really cool people involved in that because I, I know that I was like, oh, um, yeah. I've, I've seen people that I know be the, yeah. be the guest writers on that. Yes. I, um, I figure what does it hurt to reach out to someone yeah. um, who's crazy bigger than I am who, you know, may, pro- probably doesn't know I exist type of thing, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, I've, I've just always, that's one thing I've never like let hold me back was 
reaching out to someone to see if they would be involved. And, um, and if they can't, people are very gracious about it. And you know what, then you've made a contact and I ask them if I can reach out to them again next year. And they're like, yes, please do. So I think that's really important for anyone who's, you know, thinking about guest posts, having someone guest post them or be on their podcast or whatever it may be is just do it. I mean, it, yeah. it's, you know, you could, you never know who you might end up getting. Yeah. I, I, I like that. And you know what, honestly, most people like are, are actually usually needing additional places where they show up online, yeah. whether it's on a podcast or whatever. So I definitely think there's, there's never a downside to reaching out to someone that you want to be even on your own thing. People are always looking for ways to, to reach more people. Yes. Um, so in addition to these, these, these kind of events, which I'm sure, you know, they, they're obviously to celebrate, but they're obviously really good marketing kind of things to, to, you know, elevate what people see of your company. I'm curious, like, what do you do on a bi-monthly? Cause you have the bi-monthly card subscription and then the quarterly stationary. So is there stuff that you do when you're in launch mode for those? Is there stuff that you kind of do on Instagram or on any other platforms to just get people aware of them, let people know that, you know, the to, you know, sign up for the subscription or is there anything that you do for those? Yes. So I um, do a weekly newsletter this is just in general. First, I do a weekly newsletter. I used to do it four times a month. Now I've cut back to three times a month. But when it's launch mode, um, the newsletter will then focus on what I call like the reveal of the collection or the unboxing of the collection. And then I ramp up my social media um, because, you know, truth be told, I'm not, I do not post every day. Um <laughs> And that's just me. You know, I know people do obviously post every day and I've heard the importance of it. But what works for me now is not doing it because I never want to put a post that feels forced or like I'm just throwing something out there because I really think you can tell. And, you know, I can tell from my own like energy and the way I write things if it's forced. So I ramp up social media and just this last um launch for the stationary box which ships out on september 1st and this is truly because of you and us discussing something together for the fearless launching lab i did an unboxing video and i know that for some people they're like what what took you so long to i love unboxings i'm a lunatic for unboxings oh my goodness Right. right so i'm a huge introvert and you know i i tend to be shy about showing my face or my, you know, having my voice. Um, so for me, this was huge. And I have to say it was really fun. I mean, it took me a long time, but it was really fun. Yeah. So I'll be doing those type of things more, um, you know, to get the word out that, it, hey, it's time, sign up here. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Now, the question is, because I, I guess you know now, like, because you've been doing it enough times, so that you know what your minimum kind of order is and if you're close to that maybe you like try to just get people to like kind of do you know you try to like fulfill or make sure that you fill that many spaces um is do you I mean I guess we'll figure this out this year maybe inside the fearless launching lab but maybe there's a way to like 
like jump to the next level. Do you know what I mean? Like I know that there are different levels in like the wholesale thing. So like maybe one is like 50 as the minimum. And then maybe the next jump is 100 and you might be like, oh, I don't know how I could get that. So that would take like even more of what you're talking about here. Um, right. But right. but at this point, I mean, I guess I guess. I would be curious, like, because I, you know, I have definitely thought about subscription boxes myself. You kind of have to think in terms of that, because I, I would assume that even if you're creating the product, there's probably a fulfillment house, because there are places that can put the boxes together for you. Yes. But they'll only put together a certain number of boxes at minimum. Like, okay, we'll put together a hundred of your boxes. So then that leaves it up to you to have to fill that, fill that space. Right. And honestly, since, you know, I'm doing this all, you know, myself, I don't know about fulfillment and, you know, what their minimum requirements are. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I would guess to say, I mean, you have to get your inventory first yeah. and then, you know, I guess you ship it to them. And then, you know, so I think that that would be, um, for me, it's much easier to take care of it myself on this end to know exactly you know, yeah. I already have the base, I already have the people. So I'm only going to order a little bit over to open up for new spots yeah. or, you know, sell them individually after for a higher price, which, but, um, so for me, it is like about the next level. Like you said, I mean, I wish it was only like 25 or $50, but yeah, <laughs> like no, I, I get that. And like, I get that you're like, okay, I'll, I'll get, you know, the, a little bit more than I've got people so that right. I can, you know, leave a little bit room for growth. And I think that that's a really kind of, that's a great place to start because I mean, I do feel like sometimes people like, like you said, even yourself, you started off with like way more, you didn't have like that many people at the very beginning. And so, so just being kind of a little bit conservative at first with that. And for you, I mean, personally, I would think that you wouldn't want to try to like double your people until you have someone who can actually help you put that stuff together. Like right now it's doable right. and you love it, but I can imagine even just doubling what you do would be like, Whoa. Yes. <laughs> Already. Right. I'm sure it's like, okay, I can handle this and it's fun, but even just a little bit more. And this is going to be a nightmare for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, good. I don't know. It, it is good. So if you're thinking about doing this kind of a box, definitely start thinking about the, the fulfillment of it. And if you're doing it, if someone else is doing it and, you know, getting all that information in advance, because it, that actually can help you figure out what your launch goals are. If you say, okay, I'm just going to do minimum everything. And I'm going to try to, you know, reach, you know, a lot of people when they're first launching courses, it's a whole different thing you know, obviously where you can say, okay, I can handle, like, if you're a beginner, you still might be able to handle a hundred people because you're not delivering something physical. So right. it's a lot to think about. Um, um, what do you, what do you want? What, what is, what is your big secret, secret goal? Do you have any other packages or any other types of things that you think you're thinking about doing in the future that you want to leave uh, yeah. to us? Yeah, I, I have thought about doing like special, um, you know, 
birthday package, like, you know, Ooh. so it would have a card in it and then a gift of some type or something, you know, some type of birthday themed, those type anniversary, special occasion type boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's down the road, you know, I really am just focused on making sure that I'm growing what I have now and focusing on that and not, not getting more inventory. Yeah, more. no, you don't, you don't. <laughs> I think that's, I think I, I just always love to know where it is you, you want to get to. And, um, I'm curious, what are some of your, what are, do you have any, do you, are you a customer of any subscription boxes? Yes, I am. Um, like which I, ones? <laughs> if you're willing to share. <laughs> um, well, first let me say that I do a lot of, you know, first I see something I'm like, Ooh, and I order just to see what it is, you know, yeah. just to see how it comes packaged, what type of, and packaging is very important too. you know, what type of boxing do they use? Yeah. Even funny things like, do they include, um, bubble wrap or, um, you know, cut up paper or like those type of things. I'm looking for those and stickers and what type of, you know, in my boxes, I include a card, a five by seven card that has information about each of the designers or the company yeah. and maybe, maybe a writing tip for the card subscribers or, you know, resources for the stationary box subscribers. And I like to see if other people are doing things similar to that. Um, so first I'm subscribed because I'm doing research. I mean, yeah. that's just, it's truth. Yeah. I just want to, see. I'm not copying, but I'm seeing, I'm trying to get ideas or or, you know, be like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm doing this way more better than I thought, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, I mean, I love, honestly, I love that too. And I think that you're probably, I, I could imagine, because I sometimes will do this. I mean, I'll admit that I've ordered things from, uh, like, Kylie Kardashian. Um, oh. Jenner, whatever, Kylie Jenner. Oops, I forgot she's not a Kardashian. I've ordered stuff from her and I love their packaging and I'm like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I love how they did this. You could see how it fits with their brand and it doesn't mean that, you know, I necessarily want to do, like have a box right. with like lips and dripping lipstick on it, but right. I, I might be like, wow, I can see how that kind of all fits together um, for them. Yeah, and then, of course, because I do have a genuine love and passion for paper and paper products, I have signed up for others just out of wanting to because I know they're doing something different than I am. And, and I'll share one of them is um, they're called Cloth and Paper. Oh, and yeah. they make all their own products. So, you know, I'm sourcing others and they're making theirs. And it's, um, you they know, it's a, a different. They have a subscription aesthetic. box. I didn't yeah. know that. It's a different aesthetic than mine. And definitely. But yeah. But it it's, you know, it's I really believe I wouldn't be, you know, yes, I love my own box. Yes, I use all my own products, but you know, I want to experience other people's yeah. things And So they are one and I think they are crushing it. Like I love I love their brand. I love what they do. Um and it's inspiring to me, you know. Yeah, you know, I I'll say quite honestly, I have only received in like the history of receiving me receiving subscription boxes, I have only had one other I guess um plannery, stationary, papery type of thing. And honestly, I canceled it after the very first one cuz I was like, "Eh, 
because there was nothing special for me. And I'm always right. looking for that special thing. And I think that yes. that's, that's kind of what you mean. And like that, that's their special thing that they do. Right. Right. And that's, you know, I mean, I, um, I agree though, you know, I have canceled many boxes, not just because I was doing research, but because I'm like, mm, this isn't, you know, I'm not mm. actually <laughs> You're like products, mm. you know, I don't enjoy whatever about it. And I think that that helps too, though, for me to keep in mind, not to take anything personally when someone right. decides that the box, one of them is not for them. I mean, yeah. that's how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have any non-paper boxes that you would be willing to share that, that you get or no? Do you have, have you, are there any interesting ones that you've, you've received in the past that you're like, oh yeah, that was a fun one, even if you're not with them anymore? Yeah, I used to do, I think it's called quarterly and they do quarterly boxes, uh, all sorts like um, wellness, um, all, I mean, foodies, I mean, and they had curators, they had celebrities or big, big people come in and be like, these are the products that I like. And I did one for um, wellness, health and wellness. It was the first one was the, the um, bulletproof coffee guy. He did one and I was like sold, you know, so I, you know, I do, I I quit those because I found that I was like not using Mm -hmm. majority of the products which felt wasteful, even if I gifted them or anything. But um, yeah, so I, I am a big like subscription box person. I, I, I used to it. do scrapbooking ones as well from Studio Calico, which oh, I don't do. Yeah, I've heard of them. But, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. So yeah, I mean, I I think that I think I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that it is good to check out what other people are doing so you can kind of see because I think that people do have expectations of what's going to be in a box and what it's going to feel like when they open it and all that stuff and and you know with with people wanting to unbox things like you know you're not the only one who's unboxing things it's not just the creators you want to create something that people are excited to unbox in front of their people too Um, so I love that um is there anything, so I'm, I'm looking back at the notes that I've scribbled here <laughs> about all this stuff. So the tech now is, like you said, a lot easier. Um, the Crate Joy site, have you had any, have you peeked around that site? Is it, do you think that's a good place for people to start if they're thinking about creating their own membership, uh, not membership, but their subscription boxes? Yes, I do. If you don't want to you know, for whatever reason, you don't want to have your own site. I think that it looks, I've looked at it before. I mean, it seems very easy and you can brand it somewhat, you know, it does have crate joy, you know, in the URL. So mm-hmm. find that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, somebody suggested, you know, they were saying, if you want to bring in passive income, if you're a, um, like a person who does courses and non-physical products, that's a great way to start is using great joy for physical products. Yeah. I mean, still have to do, they don't do the actual like shipping of your products. You know, you have to do that or hire out. Yeah. They just handle the, the site part of it with the shopping cart. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. So create, Create joy. Would you and the other piece of advice that you said you had here was to start your social media and your, you know, your presence 
on what you're doing earlier. Yes. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Don't let perfectionism <laughs> or fear or any of that junk, you know, and make you sit there and sit on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and is there anything you wish? Oh, and oh, yeah. The thing you said you wish you hadn't done at first or I mean, but it was a lesson, I think. So I don't know if you have regrets about that. But would you if someone were just starting, what would you tell them in terms of inventory and how to maybe look at that for the very first time? Yeah, so I'd say, you know, throw it out to your audience in some sort of capacity of like, whether that's a survey or a poll or, you know, reaching out to people that you actually connect with on a personal level and emailing them and say, what do you think about this idea? If I did this, does that interest you? Because that will, you know, we all know that's not a definite, that doesn't translate always into definite sales, but it gives you some kind of indication, yeah, you know, exactly. especially if people are like, Ugh, you know, no thanks. <laughs> then that's, you know, what about pre-orders? A- Have you ever seen people doing those or I've um, done those now. I do those, um, with certain special card collections, like limited editions. I do pre-orders now. Um, and that helps. I, um, I still, I'll share this. I still order the cards first, but I, but because of my audience and, my people and the feedback they've given me, I have a really good sense of how much will sell. So, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with that. And I think that's a great thing to do too. If you already have an audience, pre-ordering is such a wonderful way to not have all that physical inventory sitting around. Yeah. And the limited editions. I love that um, idea that that in itself is a really great idea because, you know, it's people who are already your, customers will be excited to, oh, I want that. I want that collection. Yes. Yep. And that's, that's what, what I was saying about, you know, I do have somewhat of an idea now when I do that. So that would be a huge thing is just to make sure that you that there's a, that you find out that there's an actual need and want for whatever it is first. And then, you know, go into launch mode before everything's ready. That's awesome. Okay, so I'm just writing these tips down so we can put these in the show notes. Um, is there anything else you have to else that you would say about? I mean, I guess, I guess I would love to know um, who, what kind of person do you think is going to love these cards? I mean, everybody, of course, but like, really, like, is there a certain sensibility that you're? I mean, this is, of course, this might be a difficult question to answer, but I mean. No, there is. There, there is. Uh, for me, it's my, besides the love of snail mail and sending cards, these are people who appreciate the indie designed aspect um, because the cards are expensive, you know, if you want to buy them single from the, the maker sites. But if you went into Target, you know, you're paying almost the same amount of money for a single card without all the beautiful handmade detail. These are people who really enjoy like letterpress or embossing or foil card or hand lettering. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that know like the paper thickness, you know, it's not just, um, I don't like typical card stock from pay- like it's, yeah. And sometimes it has like the texture of it's different. Like they know they can write with any type of pen. It's not going to bleed through. Um, so it's definitely not for someone and there's nothing wrong with this. So when I say this, 
I, I have a love for anyone who sends out cards, but if you're just going to the dollar spot at Target, picking up cards there, you know, buying a big box of cards from Michaels or something, it, this might not be for you. And that's fine. That's, yeah. you know, and it's just a true thing. It's like the actual handcrafted quality is yeah. what people enjoy. Yeah, I have to agree with that. And you know what? Here's the thing. Sometimes I'm that person who does sometimes I'm like, okay, I just need a, a bunch of thank you cards and I yeah. grab them. But let me just tell you, there is something really special about cards that don't look like they're, they might have, there might be tons of them in the world. They might be somehow mass produced and there. There's tons, hundreds and thousands of people using them, but it doesn't feel like it. Yes. When I you love see them, that. you're yes. just like, hmm. <laughs> like yep. there's there's one of my favorites that has a, I'm not even going to give it away, but it, <laughs> every time I see it, I cannot, I can't give it away because I love it so much. It's, um, it's a male actor. Okay. <laughs> and it's so funny. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Every time I see it, and you probably know which one I'm talking about, but it's, it's a thank you card. Of sorts. Oh, oh, yes, that that is the number one card. I'm not, you're not, like, people love, they don't send that card. They, like, frame it or keep <laughs> it because they think it is the best card. It is the best card. <laughs> Every single time I see it, I giggle. Yes. Like, and there's, there's a value in that for me, so. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I've had people email me and say, you know, I'm not sending this card because it's like a work of art for me. And I've put it in my, on my bulletin board instead. And that I, those are just as important to me as actually sending cards too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a nerd. Oh my God. I'm laughing at myself now here for even <laughs> just admitting that to you, but I'm glad I'm not the only one. <laughs> All right. So if, if people want to reach out to you, how do we, how do we get to you? Where do we go? Where do we go to find out more about your cards and your stationery? You can go to www.prettybypost.com and then social media. That's my handle pretty by post um, for Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Twitter. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> all of the above pretty by yeah. post, just go there, check it out, say hi to Danielle. And, um, you know, maybe just, just check out her cards. You will just love them. Um, and, and stay tuned for like the next unboxing. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure that'll be coming soon. Or is that still up there in your highlights? Can I just go see that? Have it's, you saved that into your highlights on Instagram? I did save that into my highlights. Yes. I, okay. Yeah, it took me a second here. I did. <laughs> you're like, I don't know what you're talking about, Anne. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm like a little bit, I'm like, I feel like I'm a little bit giddy or something right now. So I'm like, Oh, I got to go through that box in there and see what's still left in there from me. Um, <laughs> but yeah so check 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 the box check prettybypost.com out and uh definitely check danielle out over on instagram and say hello to her and if you have any questions about anything we've talked about today if you're thinking about um putting together your own subscription box leave the comment below and we'll get back to you we'll i'll make sure that danielle gets your question and yes will will help in any way we can because obviously you you got some help when you first started so you could probably pass the torch i would love to i would be honored to help anybody and answer any questions definitely 
Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for hanging out today, uh, Danielle. It was awesome. I'm so excited to share you and Pretty by Post with the world. Thank you, Anne. I really appreciate it so much. Thanks for listening today to this episode with our friend, Danielle Nelson. If you want to check out what she's got to offer or just want to connect with Danielle, make sure to go to prettybypost.com. And then also you can find her on Instagram at prettybypost and catch up, see what she's up to, watch her latest unveiling of one of her stationery or card boxes. And if you are a paper lover, I want to know about it because this is one of my biggest passions. I love paper. I love all of the different artisans and print shops that do some amazing, amazing work. So I'd love to hear from you. And guess what? I'll talk to you next week. Have a great one. Bye-bye.